This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by GOT Sound Studio. GOT Sound Studio offers a variety of experiences, music, voice, and instrumental recording and production, video, and still photography. GOT Sound Studio has all of your media needs met. Owned and operated by Dominique Stewart, the Neek the Geek, experienced artists as well as up-and-coming will find everything they need to create. Bring your media needs to one of the most talented producers and engineers in the business, Neek the Geek. You can find details by visiting gotsoundstudio.com or calling 803-243-2302. You can also find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Recorded live from the Maddie Johnson Podcast Studio at GOT Sound Studio in Columbia, South Carolina, this is the All About Nothing Podcast. The views expressed on this program are the opinions of the host. Some content and subject matter may not be appropriate. Listener discretion is advised. Listeners are encouraged to follow the show at theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media and more. Listeners can call the show at 803-672-0533. Thank you for listening. All right. Hello, hello, hello. This is the All About Nothing podcast. I am Barry Gruber, joined by my partners in crime, Zach King, Trent Clark, Hello, hello. Welcome, fellas. I'm coming in from orbit, Barry. Do yeah. you read me? Yeah, this is... Uh, this is Barry, you're a little low. I'm in my low? headphones, maybe. Oh, you sure. know what? That could very well be, because I think okay. that somebody that else was on it yesterday. Cool. So. Hey, welcome uh, to a show. And this is this is what uh, podcasting looks like in 2022. No, Marion. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, I have to applaud Zach, because... He did let us know that he was exposed and that there was the potential that he could uh, provide it to us, I guess, or expose us. So, no. uh, Zach Gift is. It. Go ahead. Zach is in here by video call. So, Z- Zach, I speak am. to your fans. Everybody, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is. Uh, I don't have any symptoms. Nobody does. It's been like three days, uh, four days. Yeah. Four days for Gabrielle, and she's not showing any symptoms. So, um, well, that's good. We're hoping. Apparently, the magic number of feeling bad starts at four days, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and hopefully, you uh, you wind up not feeling any uh, symptoms. Thanks. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I hope I don't have it. That'd be really, really lame because I go extremely out of my way to not have it. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like. I feel like. A lot of us probably do. I know. I know you still. You're entertaining. But, oh no, yeah, I'm still entertaining. But still, I've seen still you being safe. Yeah, I'm out there with the N95. I'm not playing no games with none of these people out here. Right. Um, also, uh, I am fully vaxxed as of last last week. Hey, congratulations! There's another. Uh, uh, there we, that's that's another. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fully it. vaxxed. You know, so um, you know, we out here doing what we're supposed to do. You know, for our kids and our kids' kids. There's some. Day will come oh yeah just want to live to see it so you know got to do whatever you got to do to stay around yeah that's uh that's the whole point of this so yep. zach we are glad that you can at least join us through uh, some sort of technology here that's uh that's the benefit um so i wanted to open up the episode this week by talking about uh i guess i, I wanted to open it up talking about some of the the, the losses that we've experienced this week uh, yeah. but i think i'm going to hold off until the end of this half um Jordan Klepper ran into Matt Gates on January sixth, and we didn't we didn't actually get to uh, we didn't get to air this last week, but it was it was entertaining as far as I was concerned. Um, essentially, 
Uh, what happened? Matt Gates and newly Twitter banned Marjorie Taylor Greene went on Steve Bannon's podcast to say uh, this about the January 6th insurrection. So this is this is what they said. Proud of the work that we yes. did on January 6th to That's make right. legitimate arguments about election integrity. So we're going to make those arguments today Absolutely. in a press conference at 2.15. And we're actually going to go walk the grounds that, that patriotic Americans walked from the White House to the Capitol. Now, what was great was Daily Show correspondent Jordan Klepper attempted to actually get some questions answered. And uh, here's essentially what happened. Ah, a solemn walk in front of the media to reenact the events of January 6th. Plenty of time for me to ask some questions as they patriotically saunter down. Oh, shit, they're just getting into their cars. <laughs> so, so so as as they are getting into their cars, uh, this is what Klepper tried to get a hold of him with. Hey, Matt Gates, if you're going to uh, reenact the events of January 6th, who is going to take a shit in the rotunda? And also, who's going who's gonna to make uh, the gallows? Isn't this a little bit childish, Matt, or is that what attracts you to this? <laughs> Buzzing. That's Matt, crazy. Matt Gates, Two of course, birds, one stone. Yeah, Matt Gates, of course, if you're not aware, is uh, he's he's currently under investigation uh, in the state of Florida as well as federally uh, for potentially sex crimes because he may have taken a minor across state state lines. Which, uh, aside from aside from just normal behavior, that's not that's not illegal without permission from the parents. But that is illegal uh, when you have sex with said 17 year old or whatever, you know. Allegations, yeah. of course, it's just allegations. But yeah, you got to prove stuff in 2022. This you, is true. We all know how this goes. This is true. Uh, just like well, a, and you said that was uh, Steve Bannon's podcast. Yeah, Steve Bannon's podcast was what they were on. So I, I want to listen to that because that has to be however long of just fucking crazy person radio. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. The most insane things you have ever heard had to have come up outside I, of even that. I, I figure it probably is along the lines of uh, what was uh, Alex Jones's uh, uh, Infowars? Infowars. Info Wars. Crazy. You know? Yeah. I Yeah, so January 6th, of course. Hey, frogs are coming out making everybody gay. <laughs> <laughs> January 6th, of course, uh, occurred. Uh, the the uh, anniversary or the scareversary is what I'm, I've decided that I'm naming it. Uh, that occurred, uh, of course, on January 6th without any incident, really. Uh, there was talk that there was going to be another big crowd surge at the uh, at the Capitol. And Never happened. It didn't, you know, uh, I, and I, I didn't suspect that it was. But the whole, That's because all the ones who actually got away with it didn't want to be in prison saying the Pledge of Allegiance every night at 9 o'clock, right? <laughs> I Yeah, that, that <laughs> argument. Who is it that made that argument? It was Marjorie Taylor Greene. That she Marjorie made, Taylor Visited them at the prison and stated that they're being that that they patriotically at nine o'clock every single night. What does nine o'clock have to do with it? Anybody know? Um, it's opposite of six, right? So, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the whole so the Jesus died at three o'clock, uh -huh. uh, or 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 they're following a pattern. So the six o'clock, uh, he couldn't have done it at three o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock, it doesn't make any sense. Might have been when Trump told him to go home. At nine o'clock on January, was 6th. that when it finally went down? Maybe that was it. Mm. That could have been it. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So, uh, there, Matt Gates and and Marjorie Taylor Greene, they are part of the conservative whack pack, as far as I'm concerned. Concerned, uh, they uh, they have this. They had this thing. They were going to walk down to the Capitol with a bunch of other. I don't know what to call them besides rioters or protesters, but well, usually they call them good people. Yeah, uh, the, the good the good people <laughs> on both sides. Is, both sides. Uh, so, but they, but they did. No, those are the normal Americans. 
Right. They're just the Americans. Right? Right. As, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll get into that. So yeah. as far as Jordan Klepper, uh, he, he he was he wanted he was going to interview them as they were walking until they just they got in their cars. They didn't make the walk. They got in their cars and basically drove down to the Capitol and went to work. That was that was the extent of their. Work. So they went on that podcast and just said flagrantly like just what else? Lied. What else would you expect? I don't. You expect I, those people to tell the truth. Yeah, uh, right? ex- expectations. I have none. I, I'll be completely honest. I have no. Well, Trump didn't even walk. Why, much less these two jackasses who just are pushing and peddling bullcrap anyway. Well, we did. We did hear. We did hear uh, recently. Apparently, that uh, the reason that Trump did not make that walk is because uh, <laughs> the Secret Service said that he could not. Well, they, look, they look here, Barry. Uh, just like any. Well, it was the heels first. Yeah, that too. But hey, we've all worked uh, under corporations where uh, uh, our our said boss doesn't have to do what sure. everybody else has to do. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So all the time, yeah. of course. Yeah, every job in America. Yeah, it, 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 that, that but is, if they tell you they are, that's a different story. That's yeah, exactly because yeah, yeah. what he said we're gonna was, make that walk. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna walk down to the Capitol, and I'm gonna be there with you. Is what he said. Now he was there with in spirit. No, he wasn't. He was throwing chicken nuggets at the television. Is what he was doing. It, <laughs> it, it, it's just like back in the day when, like, what, what was it, World War Two and stuff like that. Whenever right. they'd be like, "Charge!" The general would be like, "Charge!" And he just he sit just back down. on his horse. Yeah, just watching. He's like, "Yeah, get him." He does an about face. When everyone runs, he does an about face. Facts. And when the world, when, when the war is over, they come out like, "Hey, he he's a great general." Not only that, but he's like, the greatest general, and he's not even the one giving the orders. The general is usually. Giving the orders to the guy with the flags, yes. and then the guy with the flag starts waving the flags to say what the order general yes. orders are. So yeah, well, he would if he was a general, he would have been custard, right? <laughs> he would have to have been custard because <laughs> they all get killed. Yeah, this is stupid. No, nah, what's the dude? They, they, uh, the dude uh, that had Benedict, uh, <sighs> man, they played him in the Wild Wild West. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, you're talking about the one opposite Will Smith and, and Wild Wild West? Yes, oh. yes, the one that had like... Dr. Harless Loveless? Yeah. Nah, yeah, not, but not the Loveless general. guy. The, the general that had like the earwax coming out oh. of his, his ear because it got blown off in war. You I'm don't pretty sure he was name? still a fictitious uh. character. I think it was a real character, though. Well, well it was a character. I don't I don't know if he represented somebody <laughs> real. I don't... Exactly, exactly who's the, who's the, we're, we're really pandering now, but who, who was the general that ran away? It was Benedict. He's known as the turncoat because he just ran Benedict. Well, Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold was he, Benedict Arnold tried to play both sides. If I'm correct, I don't want to. I don't. Oh, know, that I, what it was. I'd have to I, thought have to. I thought he was known for running away. I'd have to look it up exactly, but I think in the end, uh, whatever it was, he was trying to disclose information to the British in exchange for power or land or something like that mm. because he he decided right. that he was going to bet that the british were going to win so i i again i i i, I don't have i need to cite that i i don't i don't have i need to look that up to verify but um yeah so i i also wanted to get into this so um this week we saw the uh the the uh let me pull the article up just to make sure um so this week we saw the supreme court cleared the way for the house to get um the documents from the Trump White House about what occurred on January 6th and everything leading up to it. And um, part of part of that is going to be like notes and things that were taken. Basically, Trump tried to block any information or any documentation, some 700 documents that are going to be transferred to Congress so that this uh, select committee that's doing the investigation can look into it. Um, only So this, it went all the way to the Supreme Court. And of the Supreme Court, eight of the justices voted in favor of Congress's investigation and against Trump, 
with one one person uh, who 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 was publicly uh, he 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 was the one that decided it was Clarence Thomas was the one that was like no, I think Trump's right to be able to block this. I don't. I don't know if he did that because mm. there has to be one dissenting of, of one dissenting of vote in in this. Damn it, Clarence. Yeah. I well, he's extreme. Clarence Thomas is extremely conservative. Uh, it's not like anyone would have expected him to vote differently than that, but it still feels a little weird. Like yeah. all of the eight other justices <laughs> voted in favor of Congress. Well, look here, Barrett, man. We live in America where. I, I really do think they had time machines back in the day because they knew what they could write in these laws that could still get away with in 2022. Yeah. I, I, they I, knew something. I understand what you're saying. Was yeah. it? I think, I think there was a dollop on Clarence Thomas, and he was, he, he thought, he's all around not a great person anyway. No, I mean. <laughs> the, he, what, the, the shit he did uh, getting up in his career. I mean, he did fight adversity being as old as he is, so you know he did, so. But uh, like the way he treated some women, I believe it was yeah. There was uh, uh, sexual uh, sexual uh, harassment allegations against him, um, including and, and even during his his Senate uh, hearing to uh, to be affirmed to be the Supreme in, in the Supreme Court that uh, Biden was proceeding over. Yeah, well, and and Biden basically went against the woman that yeah. was you know any of the women that made allegations. What's her name? Uh, I don't, you might um, you'll look it up. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> But Speaking of looking it up, you know, the, it was General McGrath, General, the, one, the one we was talking about, Bloodbath. Is, is Bloodbath McGrath, is he an actual general? In the uh, it does say, I was looking, um, it has a James Howard McGrath. Oh. He actually served as a solicitor general of the United States from 1945 to 1946. So I don't know, maybe. It, 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 it does say that the, the guy was an ex- uh, uh, well, ex general. Well, then maybe. So maybe might they maybe they got it from a real person. I don't know. Well, some of the documents apparently that are being, Anita Hill. Anita Hill. That was Anita one of Hill. See, I was uh, apparently time. apparently some of the documents that have already been released to the select committee that they are releasing as far as publicly um, have to do with like handwritten notes that that people were trying to pass to the president to say, hey, it's out of control. Mm. Uh, apparently, there are PowerPoint presentations on how exactly to commit this coup. From days beforehand that have that are that are part of the presidential documentation library or whatever, mm. it's it's insane to me that that it, it it's gotten this far, and that there are still people that are hanging on to this idea that that Trump wasn't trying to commit uh, an act against the the federal government. Like that, there are still people that don't believe that this was an attempted like. Well, somebody coup. from his team told him that he could do that. Of course, yeah. He's got. He had several so lawyers. It, 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 it's somebody that was like, "Hey, if I tell them to do this, technically, you know, these lawyers he paid, they they definitely looked right. that up and was like, hey, we could technically get away with this because you never said anything incriminating.' Right. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I but but he did though. No, yeah. he said we're gonna go up there and we're gonna stop him. We're gonna stop him. We didn't say how. Yeah. He said the board fight, right? We no, he, no, he, no, he, he, he said he said you have to be. I think that I and again, this is we we need to. Make, yeah, I might be. We need to replay the tapes. Yeah. Inflated with a coked up Don Junior. Yeah, but and when, then um <laughs> and then Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Facts. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. I think Rudy definitely. Taken. Rudy definitely could go to Jeff way he said that day because he was fired up. Uh, man. That, oh yeah. That 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 that, that was that was whatever liquid he has for his head. It was definitely sweating down that day. Yeah, he uh yeah, there was there there's the potential that uh, Rudy Rudy may have been involved. 
uh, a little more than Rudy wants because apparently this week he's also been subpoenaed uh, by the select committee. So there Again. is he will he will have to uh, he'll either have to face and and answer questions which. Uh, no one on on the defense of the president wants, because, but I think his daughter got uh, subpoenaed too. Yeah, this week, Eric Eric Trump. Yeah, this was this was something that they're, I, they're getting him this week, man. This was something that I thought was pretty funny. Huffington Post <laughs> Huffington Post reported that Eric Trump pleaded the fifth more than five hundred times in a deposition. Wow, uh, this was deposition. Uh, what? Yeah, five hundred times. This is New York Attorney General's he took office. Dave Chappelle's whole act. <laughs> I plead the fifth. One two three four fifth. One two three four fifth. Yeah, Eric Eric Trump then invoked the Fifth Amendment, uh, his Fifth Amendment right against self incrimination in response to more than five hundred questions over six hey, hours. Smart. This was uh, this was uh, I guess this occurred back in October. What we're just finding. No, uh, this is a filing says an October fifth, twenty twenty interview with uh, former President Donald Trump's son. Uh, so basically, and it's it has to do with all of the investigation that's going on in the 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 the, the sixth district of New York or the southern district of New York. Mm. So it has nothing to do with his presidency. This is everything to do with all of the corrupt things that the Trump organization had been doing previous. Well, funny him. enough, we all know that Donald Trump does not trust Eric to do shit. So yeah. Eric was just pleading the fifth to be like, I don't know, do you? Fifth. Look, bro, I, I'm, I, I know so much shit. Hey, look, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. We've all seen. Have you looked? I mean, don't look don't up, look right? Up right. Eric, I mean, Eric Trump yeah, yeah, is yeah. definitely uh, the, the Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah. Jonah no, Hill play that, Eric. Trump. Yeah, that's Don Junior. Yeah, I think Jr. I think he's a mix of both. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. Of, they, I think they, he's a, he's based on both characters. It's got to be like, man. Well, he's popping pills and stuff, and like. <laughs> Going crazy. What, does he pray for apartments at the end and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, he got a Birkin bag at the end, man. Yeah. You know Birkin paid that money for that ad. They're like, yo, man, make sure you come out with the Birkin. That is hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, that shit was funny whenever he's, she's like, what about your son? And she's like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. His ass sitting in the headquarters still. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I I wanted to spend the last few minutes of of this half. Mm. Um, we did lose a couple celebrities this week. We lost yeah. Meatloaf. We'll talk. We'll talk about him first. So he passed away Thursday night at seventy six. And in what seems his name to is be Robert Paulson. It was that his real name? No. Oh no, his real name was Marvin no. Lee Ad, 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 a just a week by week loss of celebrities that we're going through in this 2020, um, and and I acknowledge that that there is the we it's not necessarily that we're losing them because of anything, but we are losing them because they're aging out. Yeah, I mean that's that's Time. some of yeah. them, some of them now now you know. But Meatloaf, uh, he was born Marvin Lee Addy in Dallas, Texas. Meatloaf, two words by the way, because uh, if you just search for Meatloaf, you will get a recipe rather than Meatloaf or some strange meat what with ketchup say- on it. Can I say real quick? Yeah. Uh, they, I watched the Larry King interview with him, uh, and they were asking, how did you, he asked him, how did you get the name Meatloaf? And he said, the story is there is no story. He goes, ever since I was a kid, the other kids just called me Meatloaf. <laughs> and uh, he's like, that's it. And it stuck. He goes, that's what I've always been called, is well, Meatloaf. Hey, look, man, if I tell you what I used to get called back in the day, man, I definitely would have changed that name alone. <laughs> I'm not sticking with what somebody else calls well, me. Uh, he, uh, he appeared in more than 50 movies. Can't get right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get. Is that what it was? Fuck you, man. <laughs> that was not my nickname. I know they called you white chocolate back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> they called you white chocolate. Uh, 
He uh, he appeared as Eddie in the 1971 Rocky Horror uh, Horror Rocky. My, uh, rock, let me start. Horror. He appeared in the 1971 Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was ranked 96th on the F, uh, VH1's Greatest Artist of uh, Rock History of, of of history, rock hard rock whatever. Man, I'm screwing this up. Hey man, maybe you should have <laughs> recorded that too. <laughs> That's a little joke for what's coming up. No, he uh, please. He was uh, people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, see, this is karma right here, man. This is karma for last week. <laughs> he was in. I'll just start again. He was in more than fifty movies and television shows, including Spice World with the Spice Girls. He appeared as Eddie in the nineteen seventy one Rocky Horror did not Picture know Show. That. Ranked ninety sixth on VH One's Greatest Artists of Hard Rock. His popularity apparently sustained him, arguably because of in Europe, most of the Europe uh, considered him to be iconic. Okay. Uh, and it's likely that his passing is being more mourned uh, over in, in Europe, places like the UK, Germany, Netherlands, that sort of thing. So right now, between y'all two, right now, give me his best song. Both of y'all think he has his best song. It's gonna have to be Zach. I don't. I I know the albums. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't. What's his best song? I mean, oh, I uh, it's, the popular I can opinion. Do anything for love. I can do anything for love. That's okay. the, that's the uh, that's okay. the one. I, he but he won't do that. He did. He did release twelve albums, including uh, "Bad Out of Hell," "Bad Out of Hell 2, and "Bad Out of Hell 3. Hey man, keep his plan uh, and simple. Hey, if it works, don't change it. Yeah, run the man, ball, that's run the recipe, ball, baby. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you see, you see what Lil Wayne did. Carter, he had Carter yeah. Five. Now. Yeah, the Carter. Come on, man. Yeah, you so know what time it going. is. And and just from a personal, but uh, he was he also he was Bob in Fight Club. Right. So yeah. That's why like Club? people remember him by a, yeah. His but name I, is Robert Paulson because they all chant it. Right, but I right, never right. knew it was the Spice Girls he was in. Yeah, he was in Spice Girls. I remember that movie. I that was either. a very strange movie. Now that I think about it, I couldn't tell you what the what the point <laughs> what of the that point movie of was. the movie was. Um, and not that it, this is a very interesting story, but I actually I actually met Meatloaf back in the late '90s when uh, one of the radio stations I worked at was hosting Patrick Swayze, Randy Travis, and then Meatloaf. Um, I, Black Dog. Yeah, it was the it was the movie Black Dog, Black 1998, Dog. Uh, and 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 nothing really interesting happened. I shook his hand, said nice to meet him. He said nice to meet you, and so and then I moved along. But just watching him interact with people, he seemed like a nice guy. He didn't seem like the character that he portrayed in a lot of these movies. Like mm. in a lot of these movies, he's a bad guy. As a bad guy, yeah, Black sure. Man, Black Dog. I, easily one That's of my movie. favorite movies out of out of the 90s was Black Dog, and and if you haven't seen bad it, movie, yes. Awesome movie, yes. <laughs> Just like Demolition Man yeah. is ridiculous. Tango and Cat is yeah. ridiculous. It's well, crazy. so um, lastly, we found out Friday, as I'm literally as I'm writing this up for Meatloaf, um, found out that uh, Louis Anderson passed away at the age of sixty-eight. Wow. Um, I love Louis. Yeah, Louis. Uh, Born in St. Paul, Minnesota, he passed away on Friday, the 21st. Louis appeared in, in, in some of the classic comedies. He was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was in the singing telegram scene. Uh, Coming to America with Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy, he was in yeah. that. Uh, yeah, he, he was the uh, the uh, take your order guy. Yeah. The, the yeah, no, he, uh, the, the uh, major domo. I at think is, I at think one is, point in time, why did I think he was the guy that they made the Mad TV logo off of? <laughs> I really thought that was him. He was the face. Of I Mad thought Al- he was Alfred the face. P. Norman or Rats. whatever. He also reprised his role in the 2021 release of Coming to America. 
Mm. Um, he had his own show on CBS yeah. where he starred in the Louis show, Saturday Morning Kids Cartoon, mm-hmm. which I remember really yeah. well. Uh, Life I remember watching Louis. that. Yeah, Life yeah. with Louis on Fox. He hosted Family Feud for several seasons. He had several comedy specials between Showtime and Comedy Central. And from 2016 and 2019, he played Christine Baskets in the FX comedy Baskets, a role that won him mm-hmm. the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in, in, a, in a Comedy Series. Not to be confused with Carol That's Baskins. That's what Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Carol Baskins, yeah. Yes, correct. Um, Makes me want to go watch it because I never did, but it looked it always looked good. I didn't uh, watch I it either. It. I didn't watch mm. it either, but knowing, you know, I, I'm going to go back and watch it now. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Miller. That, called, it was funny. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, interrupt you, but the, the, the uh, Louis Anderson show, the cartoon that he had, that was followed. We would watch that, and it was followed by Bobby's World. That yeah. was Howie Mandel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Dennis Miller called him one of the lightest on his feet comedians that I know. This is a quote: "There are very few guys I'm going to leave my dressing room early to watch." Louis has a Fred mm. Astaire with a broken leg approach, very nimble, and he wouldn't ha- uh, he wouldn't hammer points home, but he would make a weave back that would would almost be like a pulp fiction sort of like joke. Yeah. So that's that's how Dennis Miller is, uh, is as you probably remember, used to be a comedian before Monday Night Football took his career and uh, settled him doing conservative Christian based comedy on Fox News. Crazy. Next next of course to Bill O'Reilly who wound up being fired for let's say unchristian like things which uh, <laughs> with uninterested women. Uh, found out only uh, we we found out only last week though that Louis was not in great health. Um, he was hospitalized earlier this week in Las Vegas for large B cell lymphoma, commonly known as non-Hopkins lymphoma, uh, among for with adults. Yeah, uh, and un- unfortunately, he passed away on Friday. So, Louis Anderson is a legend. R.I.P. to Louis, man. Bob Saget, for sure. Louis Anderson, and I get that Betty White passed away in 2021. Wait, I'm looking at it like now. If I have, if I gotta look at it like how it is, man. Man, heaven got a funny lineup of comedians up yeah. there right now, bro. Absolutely. Like, bro. And it's kind of like the 80s Bert, and Bernie 90s Matt. stars are yeah. going. Yeah, a lot man. of them. But you got to think about it. A lot of these guys don't get their break until they're like 35, 45. You know yeah. what I mean? With yeah. comedians. So it's like once they really pop, you'd be like, dang, he's popping. But he really don't got that long to live. He's he's popping like at a, like at a, at a, at a peak time in his Agreed. life. Agreed. So it's like. Yeah. It, it's sad to look at it like that, but you know, it's it's when, well, it when your time you is your old, time. Like when you look back and go see that. Yeah, but it's inspiring too because you got to look at it as okay, I might be doing something right now, but who's to say what I'm doing when I'm 45 won't get me really out of here compared to what I'm doing right now? Right, right. You know? No, I, I I I completely agree. 2022 so far has not been a great year when it comes to the passing of celebrities. At the end of 2021, which we feel now, we lost Betty White, John Madden. Uh, we just recently lost Bob Saget. Calvin Simon passed away at the age of 79. If you don't know who he is, uh, look him up, and and I'll just say you're welcome. But just know he was a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was inducted in 1997. He was a lifetime member of uh, Parliament and the Funkadelic. Marilyn Bergman January 8th, 2022, we lost her, passed away at the age of 93. Oscar, Emmy, and Grammy-winning songwriter for songs like The Way We Were, The Windmills of Your Mind, In the Heat of the Night, and Yentl. She wrote those with her husband, Alan Bergman, which I'm sure you know his name. Legendary actor and a director, of course, the Sidney Portier, we just recently lost at the age of 94. 
Joanne Copeland, 99 years old, actress in many, many TV shows and movies. From 1945 to 2011, she appeared in the soap opera As the World Turns from 1956 to 2010. And I get it. Yeah, a lot of these people were quite old. But I think we can all agree, these passings still come as a shock to the system, and we're bound to lose more. It's coupled on with this unending pandemic. Winter isn't the greatest of mental health seasons for some. We all have people that we've either lost near this time of year or that we celebrate their lives around this time. We just recognized Tuck's birthday, Zach's father. Nine years ago, uh, before Christmas, we lost Cade, and all of the other bumps and dips that we experience. So I say all of that and recognize all of that to say this. If you're listening to this, and if any of us has any influence at all, then I ask this. Quit being dicks to each other. Be better. Because we all experience loss, and loss leads to grief. But what is grief if not love persevering? We'll be right back. All right, Nothingers, I want to cue you in about a friend of the pod, Blank Canvas Brand. If you own a business or restaurant and the time has come to build that unique brand, you have got to get a hold of Blank Canvas Brand. Blank Canvas Brand specializes in brand identity, including logos, business cards, flyers, and anything else to promote your business. And now, Blank Canvas Brand offers printing services to help with your clothing needs, including sports teams. I can tell you from our own experience, Blank Canvas Brand is responsible for our logo, as well as the Bowl of Duty Bowling Team logo, and we couldn't be happier with what's been produced. For more information, you can search Facebook for Blank Canvas, or you can email Blank Canvas at theallaboutnothing.com. That's B-L-N-K-C-A-N-V-S at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Hey everyone, I want to take a quick moment to mention one of our new sponsors, ThePaintedMoment.com. That's ThePaintedMoment.com. Check this out. Have you ever taken a photo with your phone or digital camera that would look amazing as a watercolor canvas painting? Well, now there's a website ready to take your photo and turn it into digital painted moments. This is how it works. Visit ThePaintedMoment.com, follow the instructions, and your digital photo will be enhanced and returned to you with links on where you can have an image printed to canvas or whatever else you'd like to do with it. We've already got a couple of these enhanced photos hanging around the house, and trust me, you'll love what comes out. ThePaintedMoment.com. Create a painted moment in time from your digital photos. ThePaintedMoment.com. Seriously, check them out today. ThePaintedMoment.com. What is a vaccine? What is a virus? What is a mask? What's a Sasquatch? These are all valid questions, and to answer them in one breath, prevention, potentially deadly, potentially life-saving, and don't be stupid. Look, the coronavirus from 2019 has caused a global pandemic that continues to ravage our planet, leaving victims and survivors. But you can do your part. In the United States, as well as most countries around the world, the COVID-19 vaccine is available at little to no cost. Regardless of your politics, this virus has the potential to cause irreparable harm to you and vulnerable family members and friends. We have an opportunity through the efforts of medical science to balance the scales against this disease and its variants. And look, I don't understand how the vaccine works, even though I've heard it described countless times by countless experts. And even though none of that makes any sense to me, I do recognize that the money and effort spent on the vaccine has not been wasted. And it's not a global positioning transmitter being embedded in your arm. You're holding that in your hand, listening to this. So get the vaccine. Protect yourself. Protect your loved ones. Hell, protect the guy standing behind you waiting on his Taco Supreme and nacho fries. Let that be the reason his organs shut down. For more information, visit covid19.nih.gov for actual science information. 
We have to thank our sponsor, GOT Sound Studio, and its owner and operator, Dominique Stewart, better known as Neek the Geek. GOT Sound Studios offers a variety of recording experiences for music, voice, and instrumental recordings and production, as well as podcasts. GOT Sound Studio is located in Columbia, South Carolina, and operated by the most talented producer and engineer in the business. GOT Sound Studio is a black-owned business. Bring your recording business needs here. You can find details on their Facebook page or by calling 803 803- 243-2302 or emailing gotsounds at theallaboutnothing.com. That's gotsounds at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the friends of the pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Hey, it's John Kosas with the Columbia Fireflies. Welcome back to the All About Nothing podcast. All right, welcome back to the show. We got Zach King, Trent Clark. Yes, sir. John Kosas, of course, with the Fireflies. Oh, man, shout out to him, man. Hey, we're still waiting on our job interview, John. <laughs> you, <all right. laughs> yeah. We, we want to get in there, man. Got to get us for some games, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we're going to be out there with the uh, chain link grater for the dirt <laughs> you wanna, mid-inning. You want to be, yeah. be one of the, uh, no, no. the Firefly Fly guys? But you want to know what it is? No, forget, forget yeah. that. Forget that. We got to be down there with all the right. people. You know, it's a, you know um, sometimes during the Fireflies, like a lot of people can pay for seats. Yeah. But you can also pay to sit in the grass. The, yeah. We need to be the guys that interview people sitting in the grass. Oh, you want to be that guy? Yeah, because I, if you got... No, no. Yeah, man, you just got to walk up to him and be like, hey, man, I, you could have had a seat. What made you choose... Because <laughs> it was $5. What made you choose the grass? Because $5 berm seat tickets nice. just get... Look, I used to describe... I used to describe... We'll the, get some great answers out there for that. Yeah. No, I used to describe the uh, the the $5 tickets out there in the berm section yeah. as being the cheapest club in town. Yeah. Because you had access to the entire park, but you mostly you're at the bow you tie. Have a beer, you have a beer, whole beer stand behind you. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally. Uh, you don't have to walk nowhere. It's right there. So. That was that was the idea. Was that uh, because it was no right one there. out there on the berm over the age of fifty five? Right. No one's walking down that grass. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to bring their golf shoes. You get to see that's, plenty of kids rolling down it, so or or, or running and playing tag. Yeah. So shout out to the fireflies. I, I would I would I would want to be in the dugout for the fireflies. Wouldn't that be with fun? The, with the with the coach's jacket on and my, my fireflies hat, Ooh. big fat wad in and just staring yeah. down the other team's bench. Yeah. yeah. Just that, that'd be perfect, right? It would yeah, be. High-fiving people who do great. I think that'd be awesome. And, and, and even when they're not doing great, it's the fireflies. They, they, yeah. It's just Gotta, fun to watch. Hey, guys. Let them know, man. Do you want to get up there and play with Whit Merrifield or not? I'm telling uh, exactly. you. Exactly. Big uh, big shout out there to the Fireflies because uh, they're they're going to have some big things and we'll make some announcements. We'll have John back on to uh, to talk about some of the some of the things that they have going on because really really and truly they there is there is a lot to what is coming with the twenty twenty two Firefly season and so. we got to get John back on because um, uh, Zach I don't know how you felt but Barrett definitely tried to isolate us on that interview man he tried to take it all for himself man we had what? we got to get this man that was a, that was one of the all about nothing shorts. Right. Yeah, it, was just, it was just a it was short, a short episode. I'm was, cool. I'm cool. Are you cool with that? Okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm cool. Hey, uh, before we, we didn't get any t-shirts. No, I, no t-shirt. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. Before we bum holler at man, yeah. holler at me, man. Yeah, we're gonna shout out. Yeah, shout out of course to bum at Transmission Arcade. Because, Transmission, uh, man, the best wings in Columbia, South will, Carolina, hands down. I will. I will say, I I, well, I picked up wings a couple weeks ago and 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 came in here and. Trent definitely caught me eating them. Yeah. 
at the back of my the car. Back of his car. I was like, bro, we got a whole table inside. I didn't. Derek. I didn't want to come inside and eat them in front of everybody. I think you were up in North. This was were you in North meeting? No, it was the same, same meeting. Hey, look, he looked back at me like, uh, like, oh, no, <laughs> no, yeah, I. Admittedly, like Gollum, <laughs> and, and look, and then try to offer everybody something like, "Hey, I saved some for y'all." Hey, no, you no, did I didn't. Not. I didn't say I saved it. No, 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 no. You I say no, no, I'm, I'm turning off. I'm turning off Trent's mic because no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't say I saved them. I, I, I ordered ten. I ordered ten wings, and there were fifteen. I ate like what eight of them, mm-hmm. and then I, and then I gave the other ones to to Trent. I, I was. You didn't give them to me. I actually, I, I thought, took them off of them. I was like, "Hey, thing. give me these." Here's the thing. I now. thought. I, I, I honestly, yeah, okay. I honestly thought I came in here early enough that that I could eat them without anybody seeing. And I pulled up, and there's already three cars here. And little did he know, Trent was coming early that day <laughs> just to stare him down All right, as guilty. he ate his wings. Guilty. Hey, speaking of of things that people get caught doing, Mitch McConnell got caught this week actually saying what he thinks this is this is unbelievable well the concern is misplaced because if you look at the statistics african-american voters are voting in just as high a percentage as americans isn't that insane okay so here i just i'm gonna play play that again man because i don't think people heard it i don't think they heard it because if you look at the statistics african-american voters are voting in just as high a percentage as americans Uh uh-huh so in his opinion african-american voters are not Americans. God damn, um, Mitch. Like it's, it's the same Mitch. Thing. It's it's one of those situations where what the fuck, Mitch. He he accidentally <laughs> said what he was actually thinking. Because hey, what, like they say on Don't Look Up, he's from a different generation. Oh yeah, talking about Ron Perlman's character. Yeah, he's from a different generation. Like it, like come on, Mitch. Yeah. Well, when he said when he said Indians, both of you guys, <laughs> why didn't you join forces? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how Mitch McConnell finished that up, that up on CSM, uh, CNBC. A recent survey, uh, 94% of Americans thought it was easy to vote. Uh, this is not a problem. Okay, so what I want to do is just real quick before we get into conspiracies, I, I I want everyone to acknowledge that he what the statistics he's talking about is 94% of Americans believed that it was easy to vote in the 2020 election. Okay, mm. 2020 election where Every state gave the ability for people to vote by mail, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, they expanded how early people could vote. As far as there were multiple places around the country for for precincts and things like that, that you could go to the county and vote in person before the election. So what he's saying is that he acknowledges that in 2020 that it was fairly easy for most people to vote and that was because they put a they put a bunch of rules and laws in place that that allowed for that extra ability to vote and and it was in defense of the fact that they were going to and they didn't really have to but they were going to filibuster yeah on the voting rights act the john lewis voting rights act yeah and 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 he's defending he is trying to defend blocking that bill from being voted on by the Senate by saying in 2020, everybody said that they could. But what he's not acknowledging is since 2020, mm. there have been like 16 states, most of them swing states, where Back. the state legislatures are now creating more hurdles for people to get either registered or they're decreasing the amount of time available to vote early. They are doing away with mail-in balloting. They're doing away with they're, – they're, they're making it more difficult or they're adding more rules to you in order to be able to uh, vote absentee. So all of the things that made 2020 easy to vote, which he is arguing is already was in place, 
he is completely ignoring the fact that in 2022 they've undone a lot of that. But let me let me let me let me, let me put a little bit push pushback. What Mitch doesn't know, Mitch is 79 with 30 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know these NFTs are some of them are worth more than 30 million dollars, correct? So what I'm That's saying is, people, but 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 what I'm saying all together, Mitch is trying to block something that Facebook, I think. The next time we vote for a president, maybe in the four or eight years, depending on how it goes, mm -hmm. the metaverse, you will probably be able to vote in the metaverse in that counts. You think so? 100%. I mean, I, 100%. I don't know. Listen, he meant to talk about how easy it is to vote and shit, and it's the same reason all his fucking constituents who are right there with Donald Trump are claiming that we stole the election. Right. Because it's so easy to vote. You know, come here's, on, man. Here's the other thing. You should be voting off our, off our phone. I said this a long time ago. I said this last year. We are we should have an we app could to do, vote. But they, dude, say this whole election was predicated on on that. They would just say that um that those were there were robots that were voting for people, and that people got multiple uh, links to vote. That it uh, people who have iPhones that didn't upgrade to the newest mm. iOS. They actually had two votes cast. Like it could be, I could sit here and write a five hundred page thing about excuses as to why it didn't. They right. could bitch and moan about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, here's here's one of the things that bugs me about this is that, and, and it occurred to me after watching Bill Maher this week, who who returned back to the airwaves, um, is that, and I don't necessarily always agree with Bill Maher, but I I I all, I, ha I have to acknowledge that. So this anti-vax thing that's going on, mm -hmm. that was a liberal thing just a few years ago mm -hmm. because you had Jenny McCarthy leading this, this idea that vaccinations are yeah, what are that. causing autism in children. Mm -hmm. There's no scientific evidence to prove it, but you know, but that was a liberal thing. Everybody, uh, pe liberals did not want to vax their children and liberals didn't want to get flu shots and things like that. Facts, facts, facts. But now the conservatives have jumped on it. The other thing that was also a, a liberal thing was fake news. And it mm. was that was that was a term that the liberal media and liberal, you know, like the late night hosts mm -hmm. joked on uh, Conway. Uh, uh, what's her name? Conway that worked for the president that that they used that to Hell yeah. against Kellyanne Conway about Conway, the fact yeah, yeah. That, she, that she had alternate facts. Well, she always gave facts that weren't. A hundred percent. So she will always like dodge the question. She would like. They weren't even fifty percent. Yeah, I'm gonna say they but, were more around the one. But to it's 2%. to the point where she was like, <laughs> if somebody asked her a question about something, she would be like, okay, well, I'll go talk to the person that's over that department, and I'll get an answer from him. Or you should probably go ask that guy yeah. for an answer, other than answering the question, which is pretty smart of a thing to do if you don't have the correct answer. I don't know if that that that, that to well, me that still. I'll Takes away the validity. She's a. Oh, she's I never a, liked her. Yeah, okay. I never liked her. We're, we definitely agree with that. But we neither does her daughter or husband. But yeah. if we're <laughs> hey, but look, if we're talking about somebody that hey, I potentially did some crimes with you, <laughs> and I, I need a ride or die. She is definitely gonna ride or die. She's not lying to the. I mean, she's gonna lie to the police what, straight for you. What did she get out of that relationship with Donald Trump? Popularity. You think so though? I same mean, thing as Kyle, her and Kyle Rittenhouse are on the same on the same aspect of popularity off of trump but would you be proud of that popularity kyle, based kyle rittenhouse has a bigger interest than me barrett i i think I, that i, I think that kellyanne conway is, is a sweet person who's just an insane person where you have marjorie taylor green 
Both have three names, like serial killers, so watch out. But we talk uh, about it I so think, much. I think, I think I, Mar- Margaret Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a psychopath. Yeah. Facts. And she's just a bully about it. Well, they're both sociopaths. Kelly and Conway was just like, a, like uh, she met Michael Moore in the elevator on that documentary. Right. And she was nice as could be, right? Yeah. She's but he, he was like, oh, Kellyanne, you fucking psycho. <laughs> like, oh, you're so sweet, but you're goddamn crazy. And ultimately, like, I think that's what and, she wants. I think she wants 100%. to at least portray herself as being friendly and kind and whatnot. And and she she straddles that line of all. Sometimes you can tell you push her hard enough, and she'll go over and she'll be nasty. Hey, look, you know, you know, you know the white people. Um, uh, what was it? Now us? hold on, before we go the any us? further, I just want you to know, I don't know every white person. No, I'm talking. I gave you a Pacific <laughs> movie. I gave you a movie. I said us. Yeah. Check your email. They just sent out the contact for all white people. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred percent. You know, I said for us. Now, y'all remember how they, the certain smile she has? That certain crazy smile. You know, I the agree. the lean over your head smile. You I, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, there yeah, you go. There it is. Yeah, come on, man. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all see them every day. At, y'all see them every day at your grocery stores, like Publix and Lowe's. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Especially, you know? especially when they're not wearing a mask and you look at yeah, them. Yeah, you go, like. Like, what are the they doing smile. in here? You can see their entire face, and you're like, man, I wish I didn't see their entire face. Karen. <laughs> Karen. Most of them Karen's. <laughs> Shout out all the real Karen's in the house. <laughs> How many of them are there? It's a couple real Karen's. Do you know, do you know all the white Karen's, uh, Zach? I know a real Karen. Shout out to real Karen. Oh. I won't put out the rest of the secrets to the council. I don't want to be. I don't want to be done in like Jay. I just know one good Karen. There's only one good Karen. Uh, I before we get into conspiracies, and I know I know it seems like I'm delaying it. I'm not. Uh, he is delaying me, people. He doesn't want me to be. Great. I do have one thing to say before conspiracies as well, but I'll go right after you, Barry. Go ahead, Mine's man. Y'all let short. it no, out. No, man. this is. I just. I just want to. I just want to comment since we're on Trump and Kellyanne Conway and all that sort of things. I, I just want to play you this audio. This is uh, specific to people that eventually flip flop when it comes to Trump in January 6th. The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. We have, we're so successful under President Trump. The last thing we want to do is be fighting among Kevin McCarthy. Trump and I, we've had a hell of a journey. All I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. It's impossible for this party to move forward without President Trump being its leader. So you think it was an impeachable offense? Oh, sure. How do you grade Trump as president? Oh, listen, overall, I give the president an A. When you lost Lindsey Graham, when you lose all these people, when Tom Cotton says it's time for you to concede, uh, I think that you've gone over the top. He couldn't even use his own Twitter account because he's been justifiably suspended for the last uh, 24 hours. There was nothing about that speech that was inside phone. The president also used the term peacefully go down there. He didn't just say <laughs> go down there and take the Capitol over. So do so. Just in order, that was uh, Representative Kevin McCarthy, who is who is looking to be the the head of the Republicans in in the in the House. Okay. Uh, then it was Senator Lindsey Graham from the, the great state of South Carolina. Uh, former New York Jer- uh, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie uh, was the third one, and then Brian Kilmeade, host of the uh, Fox and Friends Morning Show, mm-hmm. was uh, was also a, a flip flopper on there. So that's just to show. So essentially, right after January sixth, or right when it was occurring. All of these people had an opinion that the president needed to do something to try and curtail what was going on, to try and stop his people from from doing it. And and then not 24 hours, 48 hours later, they all flip-flopped. And we're just like, hey, you know, he was he's the greatest president to them. 
Hey, look, all I got to say is if January 6th was a Black Lives Matter protest, it wouldn't have been the same. It would have ended completely differently. It I'm going to keep saying that so y'all understand what what the I type agree. of what the type of like 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 blatant like I don't give a fuck. This is my country right. attitude. Yeah. Is definitely. It would have been the bloody Valentine of Boston Massacre, the Boston, the Great Crazy. Boston Massacre. Yeah. Where the they they were uh, uprising in the streets and they, they the British just shot everybody. It was, they would have brought out the fucking works to shoot yeah, Black was, Lives Matter protests. It, it was Telling it you. was kicked off because somebody they were throwing snowballs at the British, uh, the British soldiers, and then yeah, somehow yeah, somebody yeah. somebody worked in some rocks, and, mm. and 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 one of the British soldiers got hit by a rock, knocked down, and uh, and then the British uh, lemon snowball. Yeah. <laughs> so what what did you have, Zach? You wanted to. Uh, you wanted to tell us. Hit me with some uh, well, facts. Well, it's on it's on, it's on the line of uh, people believing what they want to believe, but it's uh, it also has to do with the NFL. Two great mm. tweets about the Packers losing. <laughs> I'm not anti-Packers. You're not anti-Packers. But I do think it's funny. <laughs> I don't know, man. So uh, what this this one tweet was: Aaron Rodgers and the Packers can still make it to the Super Bowl if Mike Pence has enough courage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good. One. That's a good one. That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> That's fantastic. He's coming. He's coming. Very apropos. It coming for your mama this uh, week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the next one, the next one was wild that Aaron Rodgers didn't get better protection against the Niners with his natural immunity. <laughs> <laughs> the bats people overcame. <laughs> I wonder was everybody in San Francisco bats. Uh, I, what? I wonder if everyone in San Francisco is vaxxed. I, a lot of them are. A lot of them are. It's not. Debo Samuel. They are very city. Y'all think De- y'all think Debo Samuel's is uh is vaxxed up? We gotta I ask him, man. I guarantee it. You know. can't lose him. That guy. That guy is now. He he is a Swiss Army knife. They, right. He was the um Japanese pitcher that could do everything uh, for the Angels. He could hit. He could pitch. Yeah, yeah he's going yeah. crazy. Uh, I can't remember. They're calling him that guy of the NFL. I guarantee you, he, he's throwing touchdown passes. He's, he's throwing running back. Yes, he's, he's throwing a touchdown pass yeah. in the um in the uh uh uh. He's wild th- card last week. No, was it? He's throwing a touchdown pass yeah. in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm oh, calling, you're calling it. it. You're calling it. I'm calling. I did. Oh. I did update us. So you're calling them going to the Super. Bowl. Oh yeah, they're going to the Super. Bowl. I did. I did update our our uh our football picks from the beginning of the season, but we'll talk about those in the next episode before before the Super Bowl. Mm. Actually, what we may do is we may disclose those in the hundredth episode because the hundredth episode is going to mm. come up before a week before the Super Bowl. Mm. So, but we'll. Well, we'll I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling for the Niners all the way now. Like okay. I, I just because you know Debo's my guy. We already knew with Gamecocks how how just insane he was. Like yeah. he could return kicks in a flash, everything. Yeah, he's he's just, good. He, the man is a stud. That's Rod Fly's team, 49ers. 49ers. And, yeah. and my sister's team. Well, my sister lives in Oakland and and because they don't have a football team now, I believe she pulls for the uh Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> so Okay, respect. <laughs> yeah, she didn't she didn't go down the bay uh, across the bridge. I know no. a couple Raider fans. <laughs> she went across the country exactly. a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> It's only a couple Raider fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's true. I'll pull for the Raiders. Uh, I'll pull for the Raiders if they uh, – I mean, they got rid of that racist, sexist guy, uh, Gruden, uh, Gruden, right? Oh, did they so, get – he got another well, job after that. He's suing the NFL. Yeah, he's suing because he's not getting a job. Defamation of, of, na- of his name? Probably? It's not – you can't call it defamation if everything is – if if there's evidence. Facts. That's why I'm trying to understand what you're suing 
going for? It's because he feels like his he's he, losing them sponsorship deals. His, his feelings got hurt. He's got to be losing be on, them sponsorship. He, deals. He's already not doing Corona commercials anymore because mm. Tony Romo took that. Oh, Tony Romo Hold on. checks now. Uh oh. What do you got? Uh, another tweet. Another tweet about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Once again, we all mistakenly believed Aaron Rodgers had a shot. <laughs> He get him every year, and, and the check gets higher and higher every year. I think I think it's about time Aaron Rodgers probably went ahead and retired. He What's said, it, I don't want to be part of the rebuilding, but you've been part of the rebuilding every year. 36, 37 years old, something like that. He's, yeah. the, first, he's the first quarterback to lose to for the same team four times oh, in the playoffs. Oh, that is funny. That, <laughs> yeah. that is funny. He's the Brett Favre. <laughs> Woo, first well, quarterback to lose to the same team four times. Right team, playoffs. wrong decade. That's uh, he's Brett Favre, man. <laughs> All right, he's a new Brett Favre. We got a few minutes left. I think it's time for Brett some, Favre uh, won more than one. That's true. He did. Uh, time for some conspiracies. All right, man. So, an airplane crashed into the Empire State Building in 1945. Okay. Among no, the damage, no jet fuel involved. <laughs> among <laughs> the damage, plane parts cut the the cables of the elevator. A woman inside fell. 70 floors. She is survived and holds the world record of longest survival elevator fall. What? Okay. Did she recently pass away? No. It's just fun facts. Oh. So I just wanted to hear what think about that. that. How, dude, did they have like auto engage brakes that sense that the elevator going too fast back then? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if they did or not. I know that oh, was she it just now. took oh, she an floors to do it. Oh, did she jump at the right time? That's that's a good question. What if she what if she counted the Trent, floors? If you jump in the fucking elevator, no, but if you puddle, if it's going you're down, traveling at the same level. But, but if you're going down and you jump up before it hits the ground, <laughs> that's probably no, what she did. You hit the ground. You're going the same speed as the elevator. Yeah. So you would have to jump. So in order for that to work, this is just physics. In order for that to work, you would have to jump up with the same force as the elevator is. You would have to jump up. At a force of 9.8 meters per second per second, you would have to jump up that at that strength, and 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 the problem that the reason that doesn't work is because if you did that, your head and body would be crushed against the roof of the elevator. But was she Superwoman then? Because <laughs> how did this happen? She said there were some other metrics. Either a the story is not true, or b we there there was something special that happened. And that elevator wasn't falling. You don't survive a 70-story fall. So here's my theory. Mm -hmm. If all of the doors below where that elevator is falling, that elevator is compressing air because those elevator doors are all closed. As that air is being compressed, it could potentially slow that elevator down. Slow it down. That's that's my theory on how she survived. Mm. I'm not going to take it away from her. Kudos to her for surviving that, but... I'm just. I, I think that there was there was something else involved that that allowed her to not die. Okay. On impact. Amen. Trey, you need to. Uh, you should. You should make it an investigative piece, like conspiracy. That's investigate, crazy. Investigate investigation discovery or whatever. <laughs> just like Trent goes out and like. We're gonna How publish does this it. woman survive a seventy-four yeah, fall I need to get that interview. elevator. I need to get that interview. We're gonna publish it on. Uh, we're gonna publish it on Trent Spiracy's Plus Ooh. on the Trent Spiracy Plus app. So the, this is this is <laughs> this is this is another juicy one for the for the for the culture. You know what I'm saying? This is for the married couples in the house. You know what I'm saying? For the culture. A married couple from China recently discovered that they appeared in the same photograph as teenagers twenty years ago. What? As complete strangers. What? 
They never met each other until a decade later. The photographs were taken. That's uh that's a bit that's a bit eerie. Oh. All right, so what I'm what I'm seeing here mm-hmm. is a picture of she's taking a picture or she's having a picture taken of her mm. and then in the background you see the gentleman. He's he's photobombing he's, her. He's yeah, he's photobombing her, but he is literally taking the uh, a picture of him posing in front of the same thing. Yes. And they eventually got married. Here, I'll, I don't know if you can see that, Trent. Uh, Zach is that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. So yeah. that that is that there is was a, interesting. That happened to that happened to um uh people two people they found out once they got married that they were as kids at Disney World at the same time. Wow. Oh, I saw that. And I there was a that. there was a picture taken, and they were both in the shot at the same time. One of them was in like a stroller, and one of them was. Up. Yep, I did. See oh, yeah, that. that's crazy when that kind of that's thing crazy. happens. But it shows you their parents don't go anywhere, or if they do, they got the same mindset. Oh yeah, of the place to go. That's <laughs> that's, that's weird. That is that is that is that happens. But that's it, crazy. That, 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 that's eerie. That love is, that, love that, finds that, that, a way. Any what they say? Love finds a way. Woo! All right, man. We, we're going crazy with the transparencies, man. We're going crazy. <laughs> All right, we got we got a, this is a this is a real this is for the medic medical field. You get okay. what I'm saying? All right. All right. In ni- people in nineteen oh nine, Vancouver revealed its first auto ambulance. Okay. On the day of the test drive, it ran over and killed a wealthy man from Austin Tested. No. Uh, Austin Tested. No. Uh, excuse me. Austin, Texas. <laughs> Ironically, the man was the first person <laughs> the ambulance picked up. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. So they were test driving an ambulance, and it was like, you know how much this is costing us to drive this ambulance? Fast, fast, fast. Let's hit somebody so we can transport them. Fast. And then, and then we'll take them to the take hospital. hospital. That was the first $7,000 hand ambulance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that how hospitals started up? Is that how hospitals started up? They start fucking with me like, yo, man, we got to get a reason for them to come in here. That. Well, here's, I'll, I'll promise you, here's the reason. So if you, if you look up the history of when automobiles were first introduced, they were riding on the roads with horses and stuff Some like that. And there were no like, rules for automobiles, right? Right. There were no stoplights. There's no stop signs. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no <laughs> stop signs. There's no stoplights. There's none of that shit. Right. So it, during that time, the casualties that happened when people were Immense. driving their cars, especially that didn't there was no license. You could just get one and go ahead and go. Yeah, there mm. was there was no then there was nobody, People died all the oh, yeah. time. So of course, oh, yeah. the first ambulance killed somebody. One of like, the, man, this feels heavy. <laughs> one, <laughs> one of the, I think, and I I don't know how to cite this or, or where it came from, but I, I remember hearing the story of someone. Uh, basically, they saw a a two passenger vehicle i guess it was like a model a or something like that that was that was off in the distance and the person was going across the street but then stopped themselves and said no that that that's clearly an automobile coming this direction and Zach's video gets stuck at some of the most <laughs> opportune times know, just be doing <laughs> random things but uh the uh so so the person stopped themselves from going across the street and then saw that there was still a lot of distance so they yeah. said okay well, i'm gonna go ahead and cross the street well the problem with the model a apparently was that at almost any distance of like 200, 300 yards away, it looked about the same size as the vehicle when it got close <laughs> enough. So the woman skirted across the street and only to get hit by this oh this Model God. A car. And of course, they only traveled at a top speed of like 30 miles an hour. But 
man, those tires that they had on there were so thin mm. that like decapitation of limbs would happen almost instantly because of the weight of the yeah. vehicle. Mm. It's 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 insane. It's insane. It is. Yeah, insane. They, they didn't think about like traction and friction and doing all that because it probably would have slowed the damn car down. If, even if he made it like a five inch wide tire, it probably right. would have slowed mm. the car down to like a twenty mile an hour top speed. Right. Not. A, Exactly. It is crazy. They're like, it runs by itself. We'll put the wagon wheels on that we use and let's go. Like, thank God that we did. Like, somebody finally was like, all right. Because, like, when the throttle's on the steering column and stuff like that, and you're out there cranking it on the front, I'm sure there's people who broke their arms building compression in the engine on the the front crank by the radiator. Exactly. And it kicks back and hits them in the fucking face. Like,. (laughs) But that's the thing, though. If if it's a test drive, you got to test it all the way out. We need to know how long it's going to take you to get back to the hospital. Agree. <laughs> so they hit that person on purpose. <laughs> they had to hit him on purpose. All right. As always, special thanks, Neek, the geek engineer and producer, as well as owner and operator of GOT Sound Studio here in Columbia, South Carolina. To book any time, you can call 803 243 2302. You can email GOT Sounds at theallaboutnothing.com. It's two hour minimum on bookings. Find details at GOTSoundsStudio.com or on Facebook. Just search for GOT Sound Studio. As well as a special thanks, Muff the Producer, responsible for our beats. Follow him on Instagram at Muff the Producer. Thank you very much, Trent Clark, aka the real DJ Lonzo. Currently entertaining the main course on Columbia, South Carolina, Saturday nights. Make yes, sure that you go by and have a good time. You can contact Trent for any, all of your entertainment needs. Trent at theallaboutnothing.com or on Instagram at the real DJ Lonzo or by phone 803-262-7982. If you enjoy the show, consider becoming a patron by visiting our website and clicking on the link at the top of the browser. It'll take you over to our Patreon page. You can find details on how you can become a supporter. If you uh, want to, you can check out the benefits there or you can consider just a donation so that we can continue to bring you this nonsense. As always, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search for All About Nothing US on Twitter and Instagram at AAN underscore pod or find links to our social media as well as available podcast platforms by visiting all about the allaboutnothing.com. If you'd like to be heard on the show, of course, you can also call and leave us a message, 803-672-0533. Thank you, Zach King, for being here virtually at least. Absolutely. Hey, you still right. did your job, Absolutely. man. Oh, yeah. Still did your job, man. Hey, look, man. Hey, maybe we did... Maybe I need to come stay home and do the same thing you doing, man. We need to go back to it. We need to go back. I don't think and so. Just be burl- I'm done to do like, Missing this was like not an option. I was like, dude, no, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Because one it's day, out of my control. Hey, hey, look, so my parents like, you know what? We, we can do it. Like, We can yeah. try to stream you in. Yeah. I was totally down. We so. got the technology. One day we'll do it in the metaverse. In the, all three of us. We'll <laughs> have the Oculus on and we'll all be in the room, but I we could, won't be in the same room. I could see that. We could potentially do that. That's well, crazy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Zach King for being here with us. Thank you very much, Trent Clark. As always, stay safe. Continue to wear your masks. Get yourselves vaccinated and have a week. week. This The All About Nothing podcast is recorded live from the Maddie Johnson podcast studio at GOT Sound Studio in Columbia, South Carolina. The All About Nothing podcast is produced and engineered by Neek the Geek, owner and operator of GOT Sound Studio. To support the show, please visit theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media, merchandise, and more. Become a patron of the show by following the Patreon link at the top of our page. The All About Nothing podcast is an entertainment product of Barrett Gruber. Special thanks to Zach King, Trent Clark, Muff the Producer, Neek the Geek, and you, our listeners. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. 
If you're on YouTube, please hit the like button and the notification bell. Thank you for listening. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.